What's going on, everyone? My name is Carlos Serrano, and you are listening to the Blood, Sweat, and Tears podcast. This is a sports podcast where we dive deep into the life of an athlete, tackling topics on faith, the body, and the mind. In each episode, I will be having a new guest on the show where I will be interviewing them about their sports experiences along with their personal faith journey. I hope this can be a show that can fill you up with encouragement and insight through the discussions that we will be having here. Now, with that being said, let's get on with the show. going on everyone welcome back to the blood sweat and tears podcast it's been a long time um, but we're back i'm carlos serrano and i am joined by a very very special guest mi padre my dad my father albert alberto beto serrano it's great to have him here dad welcome to the episode welcome thank you carlos uh so much for uh well, I'm just um, just really uh, really proud, really proud to be here, and just really excited um, that I get to to be part of this. I'm happy to be here, just to be able to talk to you and and just uh, just spend some time with you. Thank you. That means a lot. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, I currently now live in Kansas City, Missouri. I moved from San Diego to. Kansas City and my dad this weekend came out to visit me so I figured take advantage of this and to record an episode I know it's been a long time but uh, I feel like this is definitely the perfect time and definitely God's timing as far as to record one and it's been there's a lot that has happened since then but we're here to talk about sports we're here to talk about God the Bible all that great stuff um but first, as always, the first ep- uh, the first section of each episode, I interview my guests, and this time I get to interview my own dad. And so, Beto, I, I, for those who don't know about your history in sports, I mean, you're a big reason why I got into sports in the first place, to be honest. You, you ingrained sports in me since I was little. Uh, you're a big part of why this podcast is even happening. So, so for those who want to know the the man behind all that, like what was it for you that got you into sports in general? What was it? Well, that got you into that. Well, I guess it started um, at a at a young age, um, living in San Isidro, and and my dad just kind of being uh, so involved in like. In the the San Ysidro community, I guess my older brother was Ernie was playing. Uh, my brother Toby really didn't play any sports, but um, Ernie was into baseball. He was playing, and my dad would always go to these uh, to the games, and he would take his uh, his music <laughs> stuff, his speakers, and uh, his van, and everybody in San Ysidro knew him. <laughs> so he was really involved, and and I was. Uh, I liked it. I, I liked baseball, but I was really uh, into it. Baseball was like my sport, and I mean, I would play. I would practice so much. I mean, we lived in in these apartments, and I would in the parking lot. I would just throw every day. I would throw this uh, tennis ball, and I would throw it to the wall. And the reason was that the, that ball was gonna come back to me, and those were my drills. Those were like my 
my practice drills that I would do is like it's like if somebody was hitting me a ball but it was actually the wall that was but um and then there was so many kids around the neighborhood and we would just play ball and play ball all the time and and so I felt at that time that I was like getting really good at it I mean maybe I wasn't but I felt <laughs> like you know I'm playing shortstop I'm playing I'm pitching you know and and they would put me to pitch and I would strike strike dudes out and I was like this was at a young age I started like you know t-ball and and uh I think I was five or six and and then my team my dad they're all that's I don't know if it was an, annoying at sometimes or just like <laughs> with all his stuff yeah with all the like and then he would just, like kind of try to embarrass me in front of people <laughs> and, like um but I think he did that to my brother my older brother too to Ernie but um it, it was it was a lot of a lot of fun a lot of memories and then he would videotape and vid- do videos and stuff and it was a pretty good pretty good childhood but I loved playing I loved just like being out there the competing and like I would and so at that time like when we were in San Isidro and I we didn't have a car I mean my dad had a van but but that was his van you know, like, like <laughs> it wasn't the family van. It wasn't van. the family van. No, it was the, the van for like basically like the his music stuff. Yeah, the the speakers <laughs> and like his his stuff. So I would have sometimes I would walk from 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 uh, from the apartments there in, in uh, the Del Prado apartments right there off of Smythe and Bayer. <laughs> I would walk all the way down to to Larson Field. This was when I was already getting older, but. Uh, at first it was Smythe, the school up on top of the hill there by the apartments, but then I, I caught myself walking a lot, like just, like, if, if you wanted, if you wanted to play, you were going to have to walk, you know, Mm -hmm. so I was like, yeah, I'm into it, and, you know, I'm going to walk because I want to go play, (laughs) so it was, it was, it was pretty awesome, just, and then, like, pretty much it was baseball, um. I mean, I, I I don't remember a lot of football back then, because I, I, my mom wouldn't allow me to play football. <laughs> to her, it was like, you know, you're you're gonna get hurt if you play football. You're not gonna play football because you're gonna you know mess mess yourself up. <laughs> so pretty much it was baseball, and then just because my dad was involved, I guess I probably had something to do with it. I don't know, but mm. so. Gotcha, and then so, that that's kind of funny how, nan, my nana, which is your mom, like how she didn't want you to play football because, for those who don't know, you were the youngest of, four. Yes. And so, it's just, and it's always cool hearing that's the story, and even just, I wasn't, I don't remember you saying t- telling me about like you walking all the time to baseball. Yeah, it was it was a lot of a lot of walking, but um, and uh, I feel like I mean nothing against my brothers or my sister, not that I love them, you know. If you guys are listening, I love you guys. <laughs> but I felt like I was like one of like the most athletic one, like the youngest one. But uh-huh. like, well, like I was like I don't know if it was just all like, like I felt like I had a lot of energy, you know, and just just being out there and but yeah, yeah, it was pretty. Pretty fun times. So, how long did you keep playing, and what was it that you know? Eventually, I mean, you obviously don't play anymore. Yeah. Um, but like, what was it? 
How long did you keep playing it? What was that kind of? So, so I was, um, I played until like about, I was like maybe 14, but, um, in between that, there was some good years, you know, we would like traveling stuff, like, you know, we'd go to down to TJ and play down at the, against teams in TJ and then. One year they took us down to like Ensenada to play baseball down there against like real good teams and mm-hmm. um, and then I started you know getting older and then uh, playing down at Larson Field a couple years and then I started um, kind of like not doing good like with like school at that time maybe like around what was it like after middle school and then going to high school and then. I started like you know smoking and then uh, and I met your mom by the time I was uh, like 14 years old I met mm-hmm. your mom and then um, I started like I, I started drinking and stuff with like friends and with like family like cousins and stuff you know no names I'm not gonna <laughs> rat anybody out here or nothing but but um drinking like alcohol like at a young age you know and and going to like going to part i had a i ended up like having like a fake id and then i didn't know that yeah <laughs> well there's probably a lot that you don't know that you're gonna find out right now with this, <laughs> well. with this podcast unfortunately <laughs> but um i had a fake id and i started going down to tj with one of my cousins and then all of a sudden i'm like not playing you know i'm like little by little i started fading away from like from what i loved and i mean i love playing baseball and i mean who knows i mean i'm I'm not saying that i was gonna be like you know like the greatest and but maybe i could have still played and 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 gone to high school maybe played for a team or something and then never know like eventually becoming somebody but mm-hmm. just just partying and then you know so I met your mom and then I started kind of like you know liking girls and stuff and basically she was the first one so mm-hmm. and then and the only one and then like I was like I want to spend time with her you know I want to go and hang out with her at you know at her house or like or for her to come over to my house and we would like watch movies and eat chips and salsa <laughs> and, like, and then all of a sudden I'm like I'm not playing anymore so it kind of like derailed me like because I don't know it's like I don't know if those other things were like funner or it was just me like not focusing on the right things you know? mm-hmm yeah, it's, it's interesting how you, like, talk about those things because it's, like, yeah, like, it, it messed up with your, your baseball career, quote-unquote. Um, but you met my mom, and, <laughs> you know, I'm here. Yes. And that's, like, it's one of those weird things that's, like, yeah, it was wasn't a, the best path for you to go down. Also, at the same time... I'm here. Yes. Uh, and not that I like, oh, I, I provide so much to the world. Like, no, I'm not saying that at all. Uh, it's just, at least for, I'm being biased for myself that like. You're right. You know, I'm get, I get to be here. I get to exist. I get to. Luckily, yeah. Because if I wanted to meet your mom, then, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe it would be, you'd look different or something. Right? <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't how know. that works. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, 
Well, so you met my mom and you, you had me and you actually didn't have me back home in San Diego. You guys, you want to tell that part? Yeah, or? yeah, I could. Um, so I met your mom and we uh, we kind of dated for a little while and then we um, I think it was sixteen years old. I don't know if I remember. I think I was sixteen. I know she, at around sixteen. And then we um, we left. We we kind of ran away, you know, ran away from home, and and we left. We we ended up in the in TJ for a couple of weeks with one of my cousins, and then she was living there with her husband. And then one day she's just like, you know what, like we should go. We should just leave and and go to Washington. Know, cause she had lived up there before, and and me and me and your mom were like, well, sure, we sh- we'll just go. Let's just go up there. We had nothing <laughs> else to do. We we're like, <laughs> so we left. You know, we kind of just took this trip up there, and we I kind of saw it like a like a mini vacation, but yeah. it ended up being like two years later. You know, we were up there for two years and. And we had you up there, you know, so you were born up in uh, in Bellingham, Bellingham, Washington. Little, little white little boy with blue <laughs> eyes. Um, and it was the greatest, greatest decision, greatest thing that I ever did was, was meet your mom and, and have you guys, you know, just, it's, it's awesome how, how God just works on. On families and people but yeah yeah and this is interesting and that leads to my next question like what so you mentioned like God being in your life and so tell me about your relationship with God throughout your life and like what was it that introduced you to him and how when did it become an actual like relationship for you with him so um so I come from a me and my my siblings come from a, a Catholic background, so I believe my my mom's family. My dad was was I don't remember him being too involved with with church or with God. Maybe my maybe his mom was, but my mom was uh, every Sunday we were at church uh, at at the San Isidro uh, Mount, Mount Carmel Church there and. and uh, off a buyer and every Sunday we were there and every you know and I think I, I, I remember a lot of it I just remember going and sometimes I would fall asleep <laughs> being at church I was like I, I guess I, I wasn't into it or something or, but but she was and then she put me in the, me and my I, I remember Ernie too was in the Bible studies there at the like another part of the church but like on a different side of the street, and he was there doing uh, Bible studies, and then I was doing Bible studies. Um, so like, it was, it was installed in me. It was like you know what you God, this God exists, and mm-hmm. and this is who He is, and but there was also like a lot of other saints and everything else that was you know mm-hmm. like involved in all that. But so. Um, that was part of my me growing up, and then when I met your your mom, it was it was different. I know she was. I think she was going to a Catholic church too, 
but she was more she was more like deep into it like you know because mm-hmm. she her her parents had her like every year she was like in uh cat in uh catechism mm-hmm. so she was like she had to go so she she knew like she knew already like scriptures and stuff and like um and she kind of like got me into it too you know like more more uh I, I kind of, like, looked up to her with that, you know, like, oh, she she's pretty, like, involved with uh, with God and all that, so. Gotcha. And so, where you're at now, when did it become, for you, taking your relationship to God to a whole nother level, like, where you're at now, through, like, all the years that you've gone? And... So, I think, I think it was a couple years ago... I'm not sure what what year it was, but we started jumping around. Me and your mom started, like, jumping around from churches and stuff and going to, like, different, like, Eastlake Church and, like, Benita Valley Church. And you guys were already kind of, you know, uh, grown up or whatever. But I started going to different churches. And then at that time, it was, like, kind of you, you know, you, you started going to church after your your football accident. Mm-hmm. And then... And then um, you know, I remember you wanting to get baptized, and and I was like, "What do you mean? Like you already got <laughs> baptized, and you were you were a year old, and we baptized you. Why are you trying to get baptized again?" I didn't understand what was going on. But and then your sister all of a sudden was like, "Oh, I want to get baptized too." I'm like, "Wait, what's like?" So, I mean, your mom were like, "Oh, it's some, you know, this is what's going on with our kids, right?" They're like, I mean, it wasn't bad, like in a bad way, like it's not uh-huh. like. But, so. but we're but we were kind of like okay so they're you guys started you and her you know you and Claudia started hanging out with like you know church you know church kids and all this stuff and then so I kind of saw like changes like like you changing and your sister changing and then I I liked it I was like you know what this is this is something good here this is like you know really good that my kids are like motivated to like to pray I would see you a couple times I was like I'd wake up early and I would see you outside there was a couple times you were outside in the dark or like like in the early morning and I'm like what is this kid doing I'm like and you were praying you would be outside praying with your bible and I'm like like wow like this is like <laughs> this is really good. My son is like <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um so things like that kinda kinda <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's alright. <laughs> so things like that kind of just had me um kind of started changing changing the way I I saw things with my with my walk and with what I was doing and things that I wasn't doing right as a father and and I was like, well, if my kids are doing these 
these amazing things for God and like why what am I doing you know and then so you guys get baptized and then and your mom all of a sudden your mom's like she's I'm getting baptized too right I'm like oh, okay so <laughs> so what am I what am I gonna do you know so she gets baptized and uh, that was like so amazing for me too cause we went me and your mom went through a lot you know we went through a lot as uh as a couple, married couple, and just um, struggles, you know. But her deciding to get baptized was really big for me, and it it just just worked. God was just working on on all of us, just mm-hmm. on you guys, on on me and your mom, and and then um, and then I was like, okay, so. So my kids, my wife, you know, these they're all going to heaven. They're they're gonna make it up to heaven and I don't wanna stay behind. I'm mm-hmm. I need to step step it up and I need to start um studying the Bible. At that time your mom was hanging out with uh with Christine and Don from the church and other and Sandra and all these other girls and I was like and then the guys were like asking me, like the husbands were just like, Hey, what's up, you know, you ready to study? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, sign me up. I want to learn. I want to learn what's going on because I had, like I said before, it was like going to church with my mom and all that. And I wasn't like into it. I wasn't like, I had no idea what was going, what was in that Bible, mm-hmm. basically. Like, I didn't know the, the, the miracles. I didn't know the, just who he was and, and, all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, this this dude is really good. This guy's, like, turning, you know, water into wine. He's, like, <laughs> bringing people back from the dead. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, so I, I wanted to know more. I wanted to learn more. And it just really it has really, really uh, changed the way I do things and the way I think. And I'm sorry I got a little emotional right there no, a little bit. Don't be sorry about that. That's... Man, that's just real, and I appreciate that. It got me emotional too, but that's fine. And I just appreciate you being honest in that way. And I mean, gosh, I mean, there's, there's times where I feel like I fall short, and just hearing you say that means a lot to me. And I mean, we're here right now, and we're we're doing this podcast here. Um, and I feel where where our families are right now. It's, I mean, gosh, we're not perfect at all. I mean, we still have our our struggles, I just feel so much more confident in God's grace now, and Amen. it's just amazing. But so, you know, you devoted your life to to following Jesus, and you also have this love of sports. How has that changed for you? As I mean, we're still sports fans. I mean, just because mm-hmm. we our disciples of Jesus doesn't mean that we can't love sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but how has it been different for you, um, you know, now devoting your life to God and, you know, balancing out at the same time your love for sports? Like, Wow. So that's, that's kind of changed a little bit over the last maybe two years, I think. I don't know, maybe after I got baptized, but so... I used to be really involved with um, boxing fights. Mm-hmm. So 
I used to love boxing fights and just like, <clears throat> you know, watching them and 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 like hosting them. Yeah, and for some reason, I just kind of like, I'm not that into them anymore, just because I have so many other things going on. Whether it's like, you know, church events or like things on Friday nights or Saturdays or whatever, or mm-hmm. or even like, kind of. I mean, I still I still have alcohol once in a while, mm-hmm. which like. A couple drinks here and there, but yeah, but back, back in the in the days, it was like it was a lot. So I would drink mm-hmm. and like drink and drink and drink, and then sometimes like the next day I wouldn't want to wake up or I'd want to stay sleeping or so I don't want that to kind of like be in my my way of like going to church on Sunday or yeah. like um, also like football games. So mm-hmm. football games there like. 10 o'clock, you know, Sunday morning, I was like, I'm ready to watch football games. Yeah. At 10, at 1 o'clock. So now, it's like, football is like second or third, (laughs) basically. Basically, Sunday morning, I'm waking up first, you know, now that you're not there. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, everybody else, I'm like, okay, let's go. We're going to go to church and... And in the back of my head, I'm still thinking like, "Oh man, my, my bills are playing right now. They're gonna play at ten o'clock. I'm, I'm gonna miss the game. Good thing they're not that good this year, but good thing. But I was like, before it was like, no, I'm not gonna miss the game. That's like more important. That's the most important thing, is for me to watch the game and and the next game and all the other games. But now it's like it's just a game. It's like it's more important if I go to church." You know, and and I'm there with 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 my family and and God and and I'm just like praising God and and singing and enjoying the the, the mm-hmm. sermon and and uh, I'm probably gonna learn or get something out of church more than what I am from the game, you know. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. So now it's like it's a little different where. I kind of. Put other things like on the back burner mm-hmm. and I, I I try mostly I try mostly to to put God first for for all my for all my stuff so mm. that's it's 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 better I think yeah for no. me and for my family yeah I mean I know as a football fan you know if we're being honest it can be tough sometimes or it's like you are tempted to like check the schedule during like worship service but mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a, an interesting balance, but, I mean, you're right, it's just really cool just to be with the family, actually. Worshiping God and, and just putting, obviously putting God first. segment where we talk about the world of sports news and what's going on around sports so recently uh, actually today we just my dad and I went to a Kansas City Chiefs game and 
boy, that was <laughs> that was quite an experience. Um, never been to a Chiefs game, uh, but we went to see the Chiefs against the Jaguars, which if you're listening, uh, the game had already, by the time you're listening to this, the game had already ended, and the Chiefs blew out the Jaguars. None of us are Chiefs or Jaguars fans, but we're big football fans. But the fact of just being there was incredible. What, what an incredible experience. Uh, these fans really, these, people in Kansas City really love their Chiefs. Um, so that was just really incredible. Uh, that, what were your thoughts of that game? Um, or just yeah. the experience? It was, um, it was really different. It was uh, something that I've, that I've been wanting to do. I, I, like I told you like this morning, I was like, telling you how if it wasn't for you like being living here in Kansas City like um I probably wouldn't have chosen to go to the, to a game like that um well first of all because I would I wouldn't just fly to Kansas City to a to a Chiefs <laughs> yeah. game cuz I'm not a Chiefs fan but I took the opportunity I'm like well my son's living out here so I'm like let's why don't we just go and check it out it was it was pretty amazing it was pretty awesome and it, especially because it was raining yes and we were just like the first quarter and a half i think was just rain and rain and it was pouring in the beginning yeah forgot to mention that yeah. and uh everybody was there like nobody was leaving everybody had their their ponchos on and yeah and uh it was awesome i mean it was a lot of a lot of alcohol a lot of people drinking. Yeah, but, you get those. But uh, it was fun, and it was something that that I can say now. You know, be like, yeah, I've been to a Chiefs game and at Arrowhead. Yeah, and one of the loudest there, stadiums. Yeah, one of the loudest stadiums, and I was just like, so I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm a unfortunately I'm a Bills fan, <laughs> and they're not five and zero like the Chiefs. But it was pretty cool to. To see all the red, everybody wearing red, mostly everybody. Mm-hmm. I think there was probably like twenty Jaguar fans there, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but um, it's different. It's obviously different than like than going to Qualcomm and or like I think that's the only stadium I've been to. But um, my so my goal is in the future, hopefully, maybe when I retire and and don't have a house payment. <laughs> maybe I can go to a different ones like you know like uh, maybe go see the Bills play in Buffalo or mm-hmm. maybe go go see the Dallas yeah I want to go see the I told Les Les Nettles my buddy I told him that I want to go check out the the Cowboys at, at Jerry's World or whatever they call that, that Jerry, big, Jerry's World? yeah that big, that big stadium. stadium yeah the Cowboy one State of the Art yeah maybe go I've been to a couple of baseball games recently, but just going to different like ballparks or like stadiums, that that's like one of my things that I I like, you know, just like checking out like wow, like this is like I only see them on TV. Yeah. But just to be there, it's like and then having everybody there like screaming and <laughs> that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, and the, and the Chiefs chant too. That yeah, the whole uh, what is that called? Like the I don't know exactly what it's called. I'm it's sure. like the Indian thing, right? It's like the whole like when they're doing like the tomahawk. Yeah, the tomahawk thing. Yeah, 
yeah, that whole thing. That kept... that's, that's stuck in my head now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was definitely quite an experience. Yeah, the last... I, for, for those who, again, who don't know, I haven't recorded an episode, you know, since the football season starts. So we're like mid-in-between football season, and it's been quite an interesting season. Um, and I'm curious, Dad, like what your thoughts of like the entire season right now of like who do you think is going to like is going to make it to the playoffs and or who do you think are your favorites for the Super Bowl well at least making it um unfortunately I don't think Kansas City is going to make it to the Super Bowl no no even though they're 5 and 5 and 0 oh, but they I think the last couple of years they've been pretty good in the beginning and yeah. then towards the end they they fade away um I think Unfortunately, for my the, the division the Bills are in, unfortunately, I think New England is going to make it to the Super Bowl again. Again? Again. As long as Brady and and Gronk is there, I think. But um, maybe the Rams. The Rams have a really good team. Yeah, they have a good chance. I think the Rams might, might be one of the contenders there for the Super Bowl. Or maybe the Saints. Mm-hmm. You know, with Drew Brees. He's about to break a record, I think, soon. Oh, yeah. Um, if he hasn't already, I think. I, I can't think remember. he's like 200 yards short, two, two or 300 yards short of a of a record. But oh, for sure he'll break it this season. Yeah. If yeah. not the next couple of games. So maybe the Rams, the Saints, I don't know who else. But in the AFC, I think just <laughs> New England. I don't, I don't know if anybody else... Uh, um, I know there's Baltimore and there's Pittsburgh. Oh, you're saying Baltimore because you're a Ravens fan. I'm to, honestly, I'm not just saying that. Didn't they lose to the Browns today? They did, um, <laughs> and that was <laughs> tough in general. Um, uh, but they, Baltimore is interesting. From the time I've been a Baltimore fan, they, I think I told you this. They beat the teams that they aren't supposed to beat. And they lose to the teams that they need to beat, and so it's right. I don't I don't know what to expect from them sometimes, but they have weapons now. Flacco has weapons, and now he's playing hard because of Lamar Jackson backing him up. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. But I know they're like a wild card favorite type of thing. Maybe uh, I know my buddy George isn't gonna like me saying this, but maybe the Chargers might <laughs> might have a chance. They they do, um, and for those who don't know, my people think that my dad is like a jinxer when it, or like a cursor or something like that when he goes for a certain team or says that they're going to win, they end up losing, uh, which is funny because we went to this Chiefs game and they won. And they won. So it's just kind of funny. It's like, not true. It's, no, I don't jinx anything. Yeah. Uh, superstition. But, so maybe New England or the Chargers, that's what I, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, for the, for the Super Bowl, it, it'd be good. I mean, just uh, and then after seeing that that uh, junior thing was kind of oh yeah. So we'll talk about that too um, in a little bit. So before we before we go into that, um, speaking of like you know playoffs and all that, uh, I know baseball playoffs Ooh. is going on right now. And to be honest, I haven't been catching up too much about all that. And then it just started, but I know you're more familiar with that. So, what are your thoughts on? Well, the playoffs right now. Um, yeah, the the I'm I'm glad to see the uh, the Astros are back in the playoffs. They have a really good chance of uh, of going to the World Series again. I know the Yankees are in. I I I 
I like the Yankees, but I really don't like them because <laughs> they beat the Padres in the in the World Series yes. in '98. So, um, the Dodgers. I'm not. I'm not a Dodger fan at all. I was actually. My dad never liked the Dodgers growing up. Like <laughs> when I was growing up, so he would tell me that like the you know the Dodgers were like no bueno so i was like that's the way i grew up and now i'm like oh my gosh i'm like the dodgers again i'm like really like why why like why are they in the playoffs again but i think unfortunately the dodgers might make it again we might see another repeat of of last year you know maybe houston and the dodgers again or Hmm. or the yankees and the dodgers i think the dodgers have this this uh playoffs pretty pretty much I mean, I think they just. I don't know. If, I don't know what the game, the score was for today, but I know they were beating the Braves like mm. two to two games to none, and then the Brewers. I think all they gotta do is beat the Brewers, mm. and I think they they're in again. I think they're back in the play in the World Series again. So they look like it looks like they have an easy path. Yeah, yeah, well, I think relatively easy. Yeah, I think they're they're the favorite right now. I mean, they have. Uh, a lot of a lot of veterans, a lot of good players on their team, and I think the Brewers have a lot more younger, mm-hmm. younger players that aren't really like. They don't have the experience like that the Dodgers do, uh-huh. so I think that's gonna affect them. And then they're doing this. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they were doing this thing with their pitching staff where they would, um not start like not start a starter in the game yeah we were talking about that as far as like the whole new analytics thing where yeah. baseball is doing right weird and they would like put in a bunch of relievers and think that they're gonna they're gonna win that way somehow i don't think that's i, I personally i don't think that's gonna work with against the dodgers right because the dodgers are gonna throw kershaw and and whoever else some other dude that that that's been pitching really good, mm-hmm. and just with those two guys, I think they're gonna take it. So yeah, so maybe I don't know. So either Dodgers Yankees or Dodgers Astros. Astros. Yeah, I know for baseball it would be really good to have Dodgers Yankees just because oh, yeah. those are big, big name teams. Yeah, big market. Yeah, but I think Dodgers Astros will still be a good game too. Yeah, kind of like a revenge thing. Like, you know, you guys beat us last year. Yeah. We're gonna come it back seems like either way it would go good. Story it was a really was. good, really good series. Yeah, World I remember series. that. Back and forth and just like a lot of drama. And it was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So sports is going... It's We're knee-deep into sports. And I know you're not a huge basketball fan, but basketball season's coming up, and mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Just... LeBron. All... All these, Le- oh yeah, LeBron to the Lakers, it it happened. I don't remember if I recorded that by the time. Know. I can't remember. But, yeah, it's a good time to be a sports fan now. That um, fight last night. That, um, oh, that's UFC. right. That UFC. The McGregor and um, Habib fight. That that was a crazy fight. I didn't, I didn't um, watch the, the whole thing. I saw highlights of it, but... Mm. Everything that happened after too was just wild too. Yeah, they might they were gonna get fined or something. No, they're definitely gonna get fined. But now I'm hearing that they're gonna strip uh, the belt. Yeah, strip the belt from uh, Habib. So that, but that was 
it's tough because that was a really good fight, but everything that happened after it, I know people it's are saying more exciting than the fight. Um, but it was maybe, wrong. Yeah, it was wrong. What happened? Yeah, and that's so what maybe. people are saying. Like you know, it it's giving a na- the bad name to the game. Um, yeah, to the sport. That. Yeah, but yeah, outside of the ring, it's not cool. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of great sports stuff happening. Um, but yeah, going on to what you were talking about earlier, um, yesterday my dad and I, uh, so this is not necessarily, you know, sometimes in, in an episode we talk about the inspirational athlete of the episode, and um, this one's a little bit different, not necessarily, uh, I mean, this athlete was very inspirational for me growing up, I mean, I actually had his number uh, when I played football, uh, multiple times I, I had his number, but... Uh, Junior Seah, we we saw the the ESPN Thirty for Thirty uh, documentary Seah, and uh, I wanted us to talk about that and give us uh, give our thoughts about it in general. And man, first off, what what a great documentary! Mm-hmm. Uh, that just I mean, if I want to go technical and story wise, like it was just a really well done documentary. Um, very emotional, very like throwback as well. Just like seeing that, uh, me growing up in San Diego, and I'm not a Charger fan, but just always idolizing Junior Seau. And he's big in San Diego. I mean, huge. Mm. Uh, I know we can speak and attest to that. You know, living there and how big of a deal he was. Um, but obviously, you know, with Junior Seau's life, you know, he had very, he had a lot of problems towards the end of his life. He. Um, you know, with the CTE stuff and, you know, obviously his, his suicide, it's just a lot of, a lot of stuff and what a very intense and interesting story this man had in life in general and in a tragic way he it ended as well. But I want to get your thoughts, Dad, like, you know, what was... Well, I got really, about? I got really emotional watching it. Um, I'm not a, a, a Charger fan as well, but I am a, a junior sale fan. I've I've always been a junior sale fan, and and just watching that that uh, that thirty for thirty thing, you know, it was like wow. Like, if you guys haven't seen it, um, you need to you need to watch it. Especially people back home. Yeah, whoever's back home listening to this, uh, uh, it's on ESPN Plus, I believe. Yeah, and you can easily just get the free trial and. It's like a seven-day free trial, and then cancel it. It was uh, I got I I cried a couple times just because, uh, you know, seeing him go and then like, the struggles he had with like with his family and like wanting to please everybody to make sure that everybody was taken care of and like or like just family members like wanting stuff from him mm-hmm. and like, and him feeling horrible that he couldn't or that he. It was, it was never enough. That it was never enough for them, and they wanted more and more, like... And then, like, the concussion stuff was really bad. I mean, just seeing, like, the kids, his kids, like, trying to talk to him, and then, like, like him not responding towards the end of his his uh, his life, you know? And I think it it, it kind of hits, hits me a little bit, too, because... I mean, I'm 43 right now, and he was 43 when he, hmm. when he took his life, you know. And he was awesome. He was just like, he was an amazing player. 
Yeah. My, my respects for, for that dude. He was... Just his work. How he worked so hard and everybody would... Try to imitate him and be like him and try to work as hard as him. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I, I love how the documentary not only captures how, like, incredible of a player he was, but just how incre- incredible of a person he was. Yeah. Um, before, like, his brain was uh, getting messed up with the CTE, mm-hmm. um, where he just was always so loving toward, especially the fans. Um, he, again, like, growing up in San Diego, you know he loved his fans and he loved San Diego. I used to take you guys to uh, practices. Yeah. All the time, you and uh, and uh, little uh, Junior, Chewy, Juanito. Yeah, all my cousins. cousins. Yeah, we would go and get autographs from him. Get autographs with back in the, when they were down there at uh, off of Arrow Drive, Arrow and Murphy <laughs> Canyon. I used to go. Every, I was in a Charger fan, and I would still take you guys to go just to go see Junior and to go see the, the you know, some of the other guys that were playing back then, like. Yeah. Maybe I was a Charger fan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. No, I wasn't. Just kidding. Oh, well, yeah, but it was just, it's like so, you know, just the fact that I don't think I ever got a Junior Seattle signature because it was so hard to, like, try to get one. Oh, my God. But I think I remember, like, one of my cousins, I think it was actually Junior. Junior ended up getting get, one. getting one. It was so hard to get to him because everybody wanted to, wanted to see him and talk to him. And, like, he was so cool, like. I mean, he'd be out there for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the thing, like, you know, I know we can attest to that, like, he, like, autographed as much as he can, like, people's, like, just Mm -hmm. things in general, and, yeah, it was just incredible. Um, I think a lot what I took out of it as well from the documentary was just, like, how, how serious... Uh, depression is mm. and how serious like that can affect people mm-hmm. and even just how important it is to like reach out to people and and it just really uh, yeah just a very emotional documentary I mean I cried a lot too yeah uh, I think there was a point we were both crying <laughs> looking at each other while we're watching this thing yeah. um but incredible documentary, um, and, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, an incredible man, um, that unfortunately ended in a very tragic way, but, you know, also at this, in a very weird way, and at the same time, it, that, what happened to him, it catapulted this whole research for CTE, yeah. and brain damage, and, and changing the rules as much as we can, and it's still crazy now. And it's tough because I, I love the sport of football. Mm-hmm. I love it so much and I love what it taught me so much as far as discipline and teamwork and never giving up and all these types of things. And mm-hmm. at the same time, to be honest, I'm not sure if I w- would want my future kids, if God willing, I get one, uh, get any, mm-hmm. if I would want them to play. Um, yeah, people are thinking now twice, you know, they... They, they're waiting or they're like, oh, I don't want to put my kid in the football or like tackle football yet. I heard a couple of stories where they're like, I'll put them in flag football first, you mm-hmm. know, because they're too young and they're hitting all these concussions, you know, and all these like, it's, it's dangerous, but 
Yeah, unfortunately, he went through all that. Yeah, a lot more, too. But, yeah, we definitely recommend watching it. Um, it's called 30, ESPN 30 for 30, uh, Seiya. It's about his life, incredible life. topic of the episode and today's topic is family so which is feel is fitting since I have to talk to my dad for this episode really great stuff a lot of emotions crying and learning things but also talking about you know the sports that we love as well but you know today's topic we're talking about family and how family you know is important both in the world of sports and you know as as a disciple of Jesus and, and our relationship with God. And so, Dad, first I, I want to ask you, you know, when you think of the word family or just, you know, family to you in general, what what is family? I guess let me just ask this question. What is a family to you? Like, what is um, what does that look like? Well, um, something very special, something... Um, so I... I grew up with, uh, you know, siblings, so my awesome, amazing sister and my brothers and, and my, my mom and my dad, you know, my, they're still together and, you know, through thick and thin, through bad stuff and through whatever they've got and they've stuck it out. They're still married. They're still going strong. And that for me was, uh, kind of really what I grew up with so I I met your mom at a young age and then uh I fell in love you know with your mom and uh unfortunately I I had you know some stuff some bumps on the road you know kind of being uh learning as I went along on how to be a husband your mom's amazing that's uh, the most amazing woman that that I know and that she she's put up with so much over the years and <laughs> and luckily she did you know we're still we're still together actually in November it's going to be 25 years hmm. November 10th and so we uh so we had a little baby boy and we were we were learning and how to how to be parents and and family was like you know, you and your sisters, and just like, it's it's awesome just to to be a parent, to be a dad, and and to 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 have a a family to come to go to work, to come home, and just to have the family that I have is is God has really really blessed me. I'm really lucky to have what I have, and and um, I've always tried to do my best, 
as as a father, even though I made mistakes, raising you know raising you guys, um, I kind of was, I would do things kind of the way I thought was the right way of doing it, mm-hmm. um, whether it was like, you know, if you guys did something wrong, it was like, well, I'm gonna spank them or like, or I'm gonna put them on timeout or, or, just things that were really. I don't know if, you know, I was like, I was, in one way I was trying to change, like, a lot of things that were, that, that I went through as a, as a kid, you know, some of the negative things that were, that were taught to me, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I tried to change a lot of those, and luckily your mom was, was there too. And we work, we, we make an awesome, I think we make an awesome team hmm. as a husband and wife. I think we've always really um, worked together, you know, but for us it was like, um, for her, mostly for her was like school, like, you know, the kids and school and you're not, you're going to go to school and you're not going to quit and you're going to, and you're going to graduate. And not only are you going to graduate, but you're also going to go to college and then after college you're going to. And for me, it was like, I never even, I've never even heard of that. I mean, Hmm. for me, it was like totally different. It was like, if you want to, if you want to, if you don't want to go to school, then don't go to school. Just Hmm. then go to work. It was like, it wasn't, and for, for her, it was like, I was learning. I was, as I was going and she was like, you know, no, my kids are going to go to school and they're going to finish high school. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm down with it. I'm okay. <laughs> because I want my kids to succeed. I want my kids to, to go to college and to become responsible adults. And, and I think in a way that kind of reflects on, on me and her, on me and your mom mm-hmm. and the way we were raising you or raising your sisters or whatever. But it's really, it's really important to me to know, like, that, I mean, it's, that I've kind of done my job in a way, but as a father, like, just like, just to see you here, to see how you're, you have a, like a job and how you're, you know, you have, you're living here and you're basically on your own living in Kansas City and but you're doing it you're you're like you're 24 you're a grown man and and you're doing something and you're not at home with your parents but I mean it's it's a little bit sad in a way but in another way it's like I'm grateful that you you decided to make that decision and I don't know, and then just like your your sister too, you know, her going to college now and like um, having a job, and then I mean I can't I can't take most of the credit because I think a lot most of it. I mean, seriously, I think God God is the one that's that's done all this. Yeah, but but I'm family's really amazing. I I love I'm I'm a really like family. Dude, like, when it comes to my yeah. family, when it comes to my family, and then, like, when it comes to my, my parents and my sister and my brothers and even, like, my aunts and all that, too, like, 
cousins and I'm I love just you know family yeah that's a big word for me <laughs> no absolutely and that's why I wanted to pick that because I know you instilled that a lot in me as far as like family family first family first family first and you know it was so ingrained into me and you know I love my family so much you know warts and all and like you know all our, all our messes and all that and which was even interesting why it was so such a hard like turn for me when I started to really devote my my life to God and how family couldn't be first for me anymore and mm. you know it had to really be God who was first and mm-hmm. learning um, not necessarily that balance but even just you know how can I love my family with put God first and you know been learning that uh, I know we've all been learning that mm-hmm. as far as like how to you know put God first but still love your family and you know let them know that you know you haven't abandoned them uh, but instead you know showing them who God is and showing them why God is first and it's just so interesting especially not especially not giving up on family and I, you you mentioned the whole like never quitting like never um, quitting school and I I think I mentioned this in one of the episodes but I what I love and appreciate about you so much and my mom is that you instilled in me this idea of never quitting and in anything and especially in sports and you know when we talk about we'll talk about sports right now you instilled this thing as far as like we were going to finish what you started Mm -hmm. um one with school i know mom was big on that and i know for you you did that with me with sports Mm -hmm. and i'll never forget you know, my first day of playing football, I, my first practice, I wanted to quit mm-hmm. because I hated the conditioning. It was like I never conditioned or like worked out or practiced so hard like that. Mm-hmm. But you said, you, I remember you telling me that you're going to finish what you started. And I'm so grateful that you did and that you didn't let me just say, okay, we'll just quit. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have played the sport that I love now and mm-hmm. I wouldn't be where I'm at now. I I take that and I and I try to implement it in so many other things in my life and especially with my walk with God no matter how hard it gets no matter how difficult it can be on some days like I'm not going to quit cuz I'm going to finish what I started and in this case you know it's for eternity mm-hmm. and so I just appreciate that so much about you that you instill this whole the main thing that you instilled in, in our family is never quitting. I just appreciate that so much, and I wanted to, I mean, one, tell you that, and one, let everyone know that, yeah, how you guys instilled that in us. Um, and so I was talking about, you know, family and sports. So as far as, like, sports now, as a, as a family man, as, as a father, how did you go about, bringing sports into your kids' lives? So, oh, man. Um, so when uh, you were younger, I I wanted to... Uh, I put you in baseball, and, and I think I kind of... I wanted to, like, probably live my... live, like, 
my life, like, with you playing baseball, like, you know, it was like, I kept kind of, like, forcing you in a way to, <laughs> to play, like, I mean, you were, I think you were, like, playing t-ball, I think you played from, like, t-ball till you were, like, what, 12, 13? Till middle school. Till middle school, so, I would, I would get really involved, I was, like, I was coaching, I mean, I was, like, so involved in it that, that I wanted you to succeed, and it was really, like, I think I was, like, trying to live, you know, live my my younger years and, like, through you, kind of, like, like, if it was me playing, playing baseball. But, I mean, it wasn't your sport. Baseball, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I don't know if you noticed, but... <laughs> no, I, I'm aware of that. Um, it was, it's like you liked, <laughs> it was like you liked, you would go, and you, and every year it was like, Carlos, you want to play? You'd be like sure you know <laughs> and then it was like just snack bar you know the snack bar was like the most important thing and like and I was there with you like you know I was sometimes I was like where's Carlos and I'm over here coaching all these other kids and like and it was a lot of fun for me it was a lot of fun but but it was like what am I doing it's like this kid like he doesn't even like playing baseball. It was like you were struggling sometimes. Towards the end, towards the end of your like baseball career, luckily you were like you you finally had like you were hitting, you were smashing the ball. I remember you hit one like like to the fence one time and like um I was really, really proud of you. But then like but then like you were like, you know, we signed you up to play football, but then all of a sudden you started playing like like good football. And, like, you started getting really good at football. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm like, I had this kid in the wrong sport, like, the whole time. And all of a sudden, you're playing so much football where it was like, you know, you started playing for the high school. And then, like, you were really good. I was really impressed as as a dad. I was like, and as a, a coach, but, like, not, not a football coach. But I was like, wow, like. And I'm like, okay, so we, maybe this is something good's gonna come out of this, right? So, man, I don't, I don't like telling this story too much about like, like your injury or like, cause that was really, really depressing. I know it was really bad, like for you. Mm-hmm. But I felt horrible as well. I felt really bad when it happened. Um, just seeing you on the field, like just with your head down on the floor, and like not moving me running down with your sister down there looking at looking at you in pain and then like my gosh I'm like wow like this is my son here like just laying there it was it was it was it was sad it was sad to see you in pain and and but then but then after all that, after all that that you went through, and then um, <laughs> there I go again. <laughs> oh, I'm a mess. <laughs> it's okay. Seeing uh, just seeing your name in the paper after your injury, and then just seeing your name and the coaches and how how your name was in there. Talking about how you guys were going to have this amazing season. And that the reason why you guys were going to 
go a long way as a team was because you were your name was in there your name was in the paper and your name was like your name was already on the ESPN like website for like for the whole college the college recruiting thing and I'm like man I was like I felt so horrible so bad for you I don't know if I ever told you but I know I I'm, I'm a hard father I know that I've been really hard hard with you at times and that I that I was this uh, this really tough dad sometimes supposedly just like wanting you to play and asking you so many times like oh are you still gonna play after even after your injury even after your injury I was like are you still gonna play and I was just being selfish I was just being just this really dumb dumb person But the reason was because I had faith in you. I had... I thought, well, my son is really good at this. <clears throat> I was already like, sign him up. You know, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking college, I'm already thinking NFL, I'm like, this kid is going to make it big, and he's over here complaining about this hip, like, just shake it off, boy, you know, you don't know what pain is, oh man. I don't know if it's the older I get, the more like emotional I get or what, but um it was it was really a tough time for the for our family to see you that way. Luckily your mom was there. Luckily your amazing mother was there to help you go through all that and I mean, because you didn't want me to clean your butt when you were like, (laughs) gosh, when you couldn't, you know, you were there and you were like, I need help. And I'd be like, I'll help you. I'm going to go over there and help you, Carlos. And then you'd be like, no, dad, no, stay away from me, dad. And I'd be like, babe, I'm like, I'm going to clean them. I'm going to go. And you didn't want me to see you. So your mom was there luckily to help you, help you go through all that. Man, it was really tough just to to deal with that injury and oh gosh wow this is uh this is really good <laughs> oh it's uh <laughs> I appreciate all that dad um I appreciate you saying that a lot and I mean that's the whole i mean. Shoot, man, that's that's family right there. Um, all the warts and all, and I mean, I appreciate everything you just said. It's I'm, I'm honored by what everything you said. Honestly, and 
I think was just so important going through that was I, I did have you guys um, even definitely like I mean I was I wasn't easy to work with either like I was very angry a lot during that time yeah that was just a very difficult time just because and I know it was hard for you again I, I know it wasn't easy when I was just angry um I'm just upset all the time mm. but what really stood out to me what you said was when you saw me on the floor on mm -hmm. the field like it just the pain and just how you felt mm -hmm. immediately as you said that I started thinking about God and, and Jesus dying on the cross oh my gosh yeah um not not by again I'm, I'm not comparing myself to Jesus at all gosh no um but the way you mentioned that I mean that whole idea of family as well and God mm -hmm. sending his his son Jesus to die on the cross for mm -hmm. for us and God witnessing that pain witnessing everything that Jesus you know went through mm -hmm. not just dying on the cross but the the abandonment from his disciples um, and the betrayal of people who were with him the, the lashing and, and the spitting and mm -hmm. all these things and the mocking all the stuff that he went through yeah and just him dying on the cross for us for our for our sins mm -hmm. um, I mean gosh honestly at the end of the day I always say this, if it wasn't for that hip injury, I wouldn't be where I'm at now, having a relationship with God. I, in a weird way, I, I sometimes thank Him for that happening, because I don't think if that wouldn't, I, again, I don't know, God could work in any way, in any ways, but mm -hmm. the fact that He used that hip injury to help me out, um, yeah, that's and when then, you met Ryan, right? Yeah. I mean, when you started going to church with Ryan. Mm -hmm. and then, yeah. yeah. And then... And then... My sister, Gladie, getting... Getting baptized, and then you guys... Mm -hmm. Mom and Dad getting baptized. Like, that's... That's all God. That's all God completely. And... Just working through family. And... Just... I know for me, I'm just grateful for the church family in, in general. Like, even the fact that I get to be... In a different city, um, and I still get to be part of an amazing church family. Um, uh, from the church family that I was used to back at home in San Diego, and now, you know, here in Kansas City, I, you know, I get to have that. Mm -hmm. That almost no matter where I go, I, I know I will always have a, a church family. Mm -hmm. um, with the brothers and sisters in, in the church and I'm just really grateful for that and so as as I was just saying all that for you you know where you're at now how how is it different for you or even now you know with your life being devoted to God you know and this idea of family and like how do you how do you go about raising a family um, with God being number one and well and even just the idea of church other families other church families being a part of that family as well yeah so um 
So we do a lot of uh, a lot of Bible, Bible. You know, we we'll do Bible studies on Fridays and and then uh, things during the week. You know, we'll have uh, well for a while there we were doing like the Mondays when you were there before you left. We were having like uh, devotionals, like family devos and stuff. Yeah, and I remember then, that. And then um, we still get together. Like, well, actually. A, couple i don't know if it was a month ago but there was uh there was the uh boxing there was a canelo fight oh yeah and uh back to what i was saying earlier it's like i decided not to go and and get all upset because i wasn't gonna go watch the fight but i decided to go to a father and daughter dance with with clarissa with with your sister and it was amazing. We had such a great time, but just kind of putting God first in that way. I think that was that's like a, a way of doing it. Basically, like that fight. I ended up watching that fight the Saturday afterwards. Huh. You know that dance is like it's only once once in a great while where I get to to go with your sister on a date. We went out to dinner. We dressed up. We went out to this father daughter dance. We, we danced. You know, I, I don't remember dancing that much in a long time. Hmm. Uh, we had so much fun. We were laughing so much, and then we went to go have dessert. You know, with uh, Ashley and his daughter, and mm-hmm. we were just like, and then it was just amazing. It was amazing, mm-hmm. just you know. So that's what we. I try to. I try to do more. More things that are more positive, that are more like that are gonna kind of, you know, help help the family out more than, mm-hmm. than the negative stuff, you know. Yeah. Um. Just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, like I know I'm changing in in ways. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know that that, I know I gotta do uh do better. Just reading my Bible, I struggle with. I was never like the the reading type of dude, right? Mm-hmm. But, but I I know I need to. I know I need to get into this, you know, the Bible, the, the this amazing book. Yeah. And read it and read it and read it and so I got this like this thing now where I'm just like listening to sermons all the time. I'm like at home, I'm at I'm at work, I'm listening to like sermons from like other people's like like the same church but like different like regions Mm -hmm. and i'll listen to them because i if i feel like it kind of just gets into me into my head Mm -hmm. and i i understand what they're saying and what they're trying to and they're they're talking about the bible and they're reading the bible they're 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 throwing out scriptures and i'm like wow i'm like okay this is good so then so i i want to be i want to be a better father i want to be a better husband i i'm trying i try to to just be to to put god first mm-hmm. sometimes maybe i fail sometimes maybe i'm just like we all do you know i mean we're human right and yeah. we're gonna make mistakes and but now it's like you know i mean i've always i've always tried to to be a really hard worker when it comes to like you know supporting my family and all that mm-hmm. but now it's like you know, it's, before it was like, I would stay after work and drink. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, no, I'm not going to stay and drink after work. Now I'm going to come home. I'm going to try to make dinner, 
you know, I gotta go pick up Lily from, from school, mm-hmm. I gotta go, you know, help do this, maybe wash, maybe do this. I mean, it might sound like I'm a Monday lawn or something, but I'm really not. I just try to, try to help your mom as much as I can, um, and just, just being, you know, just trying to be a good, like, follower of, of God. Mm-hmm. And and give a, a good example, especially, especially to to Lily. She's like young, but she's she knows she mm-hmm. sees a lot, you know. And and making sure that she's going to church school, and that she's going to her, her regular school where they're teaching her at school. They're teaching her stuff, yeah, about God. And then Sundays she's going to church school, and then she sees she can see what we're doing, mm-hmm. how we're doing things. And she's like a little sponge. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, well, if I, if she sees me, like, if she sees me cussing, if she sees me, you know, being all drunk or, like, doing things I'm not supposed to, it's like, like, it's gonna, I don't know, I feel like, now it's, like, different. Like, before, I don't know, before, it's not like that I didn't care, (laughs) because I love you guys, right? Yeah. But, now it's, like, different, for some reason. That's some reason being God. <laughs> that some reason is is God. I think, yeah, and being <laughs> baptized, and then like, um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, but kind of just to closing out this episode, um, I I want to ask you like for, for anyone who will be listening, like, you know, what would you suggest or advise people? Um, this idea of family, but with God being number one and, you know, being in the forefront, what, what can you, whatever help you can provide or or anything, like, what would you suggest to people who are, who are maybe listening? Now, how can they, you know, raise a family that is centered on God or even just this idea of like instilling this idea of family? Like, what would you... If you can sum it up. Oh, man. So every... I know every family is different, and they... They, um... Some... Maybe think that they don't need God in their lives or not. Um... I believed... I knew who he was. I knew... Because my mom instilled that in me. hmm And... But I really had no idea really exactly who he was and what he was doing for me. Mm-hmm. So I think for another family, say, like, I think they would, it would be good for them to to just look at the big picture of where they're at mm-hmm. and how God has transformed or what God has done for them. And what I do is I just... I'm so grateful for what God has done for me to this point in my life. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't have God in my life, then I don't think I would be where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I would be divorced. I would be, I don't know. I maybe I don't know where I would be. But um, I think just putting God first and just being grateful and just giving everything back to God. Like basically that's what I that's what I do now is like 
you've done so much for me. I just need to give back to you. Mm-hmm. Everything. Just just lay everything out and just and give it to you. And then go from there. And then whatever else, um, everything else is going to align. Everything else will align itself. Mm-hmm. You know, great. I'm grateful that I have a job. And I'm grateful that I have a wife and kids. I'm grateful that that I was able to come see you. Mm-hmm. To fly all the way over here. And it's not me. It's nothing I'm doing. It's like he's giving me everything. He's giving me the ability to wake up every morning. To wake up to go to work. So it's not like I'm, I'm doing it on my own. It's like, it's him. He's... He, I have a car, I have a a job, I have food, I have a roof over my head, and he can take it away so mm-hmm. quick. And that's the mentality that I have. If I follow God, and if I just follow what he says, and what he's telling me in the Bible, and what he's teaching me, then, then I should be good. Hmm. Amen. Well, Dad, thank you so much for doing this episode with me. This means a lot. Thank you, everyone, for listening as well, for just being a part of this journey with me and listening and being a part of this Blessed, Wet, and Tears podcast, this Blessed, Wet, and Tears journey. Uh, there's so much more to come with that. Uh, there's a lot of ideas I've been coming up with, but you know, if you like this, please leave a review on, on iTunes, on uh, Google Play, and you know, share it with your friends and family. And Dad, thank you so much again for being here. You guys are just listen to the Blessed Wet and Tears podcast. Thank you all for listening for your love and support. Thank you so much. God bless.